0: Yo 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 yo! Welcome to another episode of GovCon with Courtney. Man, I'm your host, Courtney Hayden. Yeah, I got another episode for you guys, man. Uh, last week, man, last episode, man, I was talking about um, you know unlocking opportunities uh, and being strategic as a uh, minority-owned business when you're when you are um, looking to secure contracts with your local municipalities. Uh, that's with your city and your county. Um this week right here man like I told you guys man I wanted to still hone in on that man on uh strategic partnerships uh building relationships and stuff like that man the importance of networking um in uh the government contracting space man and how um uh building a, a central relationship is is key when it comes to um securing government contracts man and uh from from what I've learned man what I've seen and what I'm noticing now man just being around uh, the um in this space, man, being around different people. Um, a lot of people, man, are very, very beneficial when it comes to um this government contracting space, man, because unknowingly, they don't know that they already been doing exactly what the government is looking for. Um, it's just with you being in the space, you know, it's something that you can introduce them to and pretty much just get them set up, man. And that's more so coming in as a uh, coming in as a consultant. Uh, and uh, working with other small businesses that actually are trying to get in, uh, coming in and um, pretty much setting their, uh, their website up and setting up their, uh, their registration on a, on, a, in, on a county in a city level uh, and on the state level. And you can also go ahead and set them up on the federal level if that's what they band with is. Uh, you'll come in and do a company profile, man, see how many employees they have, uh, see where they actually want to do their work at, um, actually what they actually are capable of doing, their bandwidth. Like if they just want to work in the city, uh, they want to work in the county or multiple counties, or they can work statewide or they can work national you know. Find out all that information about them. Uh, if it's you that I'm talking about in the small business, man, you need to ask yourself this, man. When you start getting into this government contracting space, make sure uh, that you are capable of doing this stuff, man. You don't want to scale up too fast to where you got too much work and you can't get it done and, you know, you're supposed to be here this month and next uh, in the following month and you got crew somewhere else so you don't have enough crew uh, and, you know, they will stop doing business with you, man. They'll terminate your contract, man, and pretty much give you like a demerit, like a mark to where you can't even do business with them no more. So you want to be very uh, strategic in your um in your, your relationship building stage or your business building stage when it comes to uh, this space right here. I say that because a lot I've seen um, uh, from my studies, I can't say I've seen anybody personally because I don't know anybody personally that has crashed and burned in this uh, government contracting space, um, but I have seen uh, some stories about people building up too fast and not being able to keep up with the demand uh, and they actually are not are no longer doing business with the government, and I believe you have to um, like that that company can't do anything altogether. So you probably would have to just um, shut down that company and start another one, or they may even stop it to where you, if you connected to it, you can't even do anything. So you know, it's a, it's, it's it's you definitely want to make sure that you're doing the right thing, man, and you actually building uh, the right relationships with the right people that can give you this type of information when you are getting started you know you don't want to just jump in and you know um, start winning these contracts and and you get overwhelmed or the paperwork is overwhelming because it is a lot of paperwork and I mean a lot of paperwork in some cases Um, but again man uh, being strategic in your partner, man, Uh partnership uh, venture can definitely help that out, man, and, and um, help your business out as well. Um, last uh, last episode, I was talking about a capability statement and how important that is um, and how much time you should spend on the capability statement because, again, man, just like you would go to a job resume, um, I mean, a job interview, you have your resumes you and you try to make sure that resume look good and it display it uh displays everything you done did from high school to college to all the types of jobs you done had and you know, you know went from a floor man to now you a manager, like you want all of that stuff to be on there. The same thing you want on there is pretty much the same thing you want in your capability statement, man. To dis- to uh, display your differ- uh, differentiations uh, with your competitors, man. Uh, show them, display them. How are you different? Without saying like I'm a I'm a minority-owned business. Like they don't care about that. You know they don't care that you are minority-owned business. Like that's just a set aside that separates you in a that puts you in a pool of contracts that only minority-owned business can can. Uh, you know go after uh but they don't really you know that's not really something that you should hone in on or market market it around you know your marketing campaign shouldn't be around you being a minority owned business or a 8a you know like i said again that's just a, a different pool of money man that, that only those certifications can uh can pretty much bid on and i but um with that though man Um, networking in this space, man, is a lot easier. Uh, I'm finding out that it's a lot easier than I thought it was man. because people really are interested in this field right here. And it's because, because it seems like it's, I ain't gonna say it's the talk of the town now, man, but you know, it's millions and billions of dollars, man, in, in this space, man. And it's never going anywhere. You know, the government is going to continue spending money, uh, uh, and their budget is going to continue to get bigger. You know they spend trillions of dollars every year on on these services and or products, and that's not even you know. And that's just what they put out on uh, put out to the public. That's not even talking about the private side at all. You know, so a lot of this stuff, man, is you know, it's just a lot of money out there, which makes it a lot of opportunities uh, as a minority owned a business, specifically a black owned business, because. You know, <clears throat> to be very frank, man, they don't really, it's not really a lot of us, you know, uh, that's that's seen in these rooms. It's not a lot of us that's really doing business on a massive scale. Uh, you know, a lot of us are doing business, you know, they, and we're trying to get into a space to where, you know, we're respected and we're looked at as equals. But in this space right here, this ain't our lane. You know, this is something new for us. And it's obvious because it's only 1.67 percent of black people that's actually doing business. With the government, you know, there are a lot of programs out there that um, market uh, small businesses and minority owned businesses and stuff like that. And, you know, they do have different resources out there. A lot of a lot of resources. Uh, In fact, a lot of small resources. Um, I had I, I mentioned before, man, uh, the small business center is in every city in every county uh, almost in America, man, like whatever wherever you see a community college, they have a small business center, you know, and, and in every city. They have a small business center as well or small business center department um, where they actually have to advocate for small businesses, whether that that means uh, assisting them on their business plan, you know, uh, helping them, assisting them on creating an LLC, um, helping them in government contracting, helping them with their pitch. Uh, different types of uh, classes that they offer online and in person. Like a lot of these are speci- uh, specifically for small businesses that a lot of us really don't know about and a lot of us are not taking advantage of. That's why on my Instagram, uh, my Instagram page, GovCom with Courtney, I try to put out every class that I go to because a lot of all of them are free. You know, they're free classes and they pretty much go over. Um, The things that you're going to need when it comes to this government contracting space, man. And they're they're through the week, you know, and um, some of them be an hour long, some of them be two hour long. Um, But, you know, this is another space that you can network with other people who are trying to get in that same space or people that are already in the space. You know, uh, you have to start trying to uh, think of ways to get the information you know, because that's really what it all is about, man. The doubt of the information, because that's where you know that's sure, that's key. That's where you get your followers at, man. Like when people, the person with the most correct information, you know, the person with the the uh, the best credentials, uh, especially in this space right here, man. And that's winning government contracts, man. Like if you if you are a person who are who is actively winning government contracts on a local level or even on a county level, man, like that's huge. You know what I mean? Because it's millions of dollars in the counties. Actually, the counties and the city, the local municipalities, have more money. They spend more money than the federal uh, federal government. Like their budget is bigger than the federal government. Because you know you got to think about the people that's in those uh, specific states. So you know what I mean? It's millions and millions of dollars that's allocated to the city and to the county um, that's there. You know, and a lot of that money does not get spent to the minority owned businesses that's there. You know, a lot of that stuff get set aside to another group of people because we are not, we are not actively networking or we are not actively marketing or actively submitting bids into the government, you know, to letting them know like who we are and letting them be aware of, uh, what we are doing. You know, that's why right now, man, I'm actually working on a, a proposal, uh, with the city, um, And that's pretty much what I'm going to be doing, man, advocating for the um, for minority owned businesses, man, specifically black owned -owned businesses and try to get try to get us more aware of where we need to go to uh, get this information or um, show them how to get this information or who we can get this information from when it comes to our local governments. You know, because a lot of for some reason, man. People got this notion that, you know, you can't just go up to City Hall and go straight to the dang gone um, uh, purchasing purchasing window and ask them some questions about, you know, anything that has to do with purchasing, you know, or anything about the county or what's the budget or showing them your uh, – showing them the uh, last year's budget or the proposed budget that's coming up, like asking these uh, these questions or just – pretty much just letting them know who you are and what you're doing and what you're trying to do, you know, and just showing your face. These are the things that's, that's going to be very important when you are um, uh, building these relationships in this space right here, man. Because again, it's not a lot of us man, that that's in this space, man, at all, man. It's not a lot of us. So, you know, when you have uh, a black person, you know, coming up to a purchasing manager or trying to set up meetings with the manager or the city manager or, uh, city councilman or city councilwoman or something like that, when you have that, it's going to, you know, I ain't going to say it's going to scare them, but they definitely going to be looking at looking at the situation like, well, dang, you know, well, who is this? You know, just how we would do at the same time if we got somebody, if we used to seeing all black people around and then a white person coming to the door, like, we're going to, most of us are going to look at it, look, that, look at that situation like, well, dang, you know, that's new, you know, not, not looking at any type of racist thing, but it's definitely something new, you know, and so it's the same thing on this end right here, man, when you, when you rarely have black folks coming in to get this information, or you have, rarely have black folks that's actually registering their small business in their own city, when they're not doing that, man, that's the actual problem, you know, and so I feel like being, being involved in, uh, the government contracting space, man, I, I just feel like should be one of the uh, top priorities when it comes to doing business in the black community, you know, especially the ones that says there's no work out here or the ones that says there's no opportunities out here. I can show you a billion opportunities that's that's out here, you know, just by on one source, you know, and I'm talking about government contractor, man, but it's definitely going to, uh, it's going to, it's going to take some, some some learning, man. It's gonna take some time some some discipline for you to actually sit down and actually want to learn this thing. Just like I'm still doing every day, every day. I'm I'm learning this uh, this government contractor, man. Trying to, you know, teach as many people as as I can what I know, you know, and the mistakes I have made and the mistakes that I'm trying not to make, you know, and the different steps that I'm taking to uh to get here and the, and the different steps that I'm taking to you know, build a relationship in my city first, because I'm. that's what's going to really uh, get you started, man, to, you know, step it up to the state and then go to the federal. You know, I'm not saying anything is wrong with going straight to federal, you know, because that's exactly what I did first. Um, but I just know that when you're dealing on a local uh, a, a city and a county level, You know, it's more personal, you know, because like I said, man, these people, these individuals, uh, they go to work, man. They work a regular nine to five. These people live nine times out of 10. They live in your city or they live in your county or a city or county that's right around there. So, you know, you can go see these people in action. You know what I mean? You can like these are just like the people that work for the state federal, like they regular people as well. But these people you can actually build a relationship with. You can go take them donuts, you know what I'm saying, at lunchtime, or you can go offer to take them donuts or you can offer to take them to lunch to, you know, come up with different plans or talk about the the problems or the pain points that they may have in that uh, specific department, you know. And with that, like there are, it's not just the city hall, you know. It, like I said again, man, it, it's, it's the school system they have a purchasing uh, department as well, man, to where they have money allocated for minority owned businesses or what do you call those DB, uh, DBEs, man. Uh, and so it's, it's really just finding out where their goal is and where you can, where you can help and actually helping them find the help that they need to to pretty much get this goal met. And, like I said, every city, every county, every state, man, in America has a, uh, um, a small business goal, man. All of them have one. And it's more so just finding out where you can help in, re- for in. You can find out it's it's about you helping them reach their goal, you know, so that requires you to reach out to them to make them aware of who you are, you know, and what you do and what you can do for them without it being any extra work for them. You know, and so that's why I'm saying uh, building relationships, man, and, and networking, and being strategic about uh, uh, your uh, your networking and your partnerships, man. Being strategic about your partnerships is uh, is what's going to, you know, push you along in a in a good way, man. To where it's not coming off as a, you're not you're not wasting your time, or you're not being stagnant or anything like that like taking every day or Monday through Friday to actually learn how to learn this business because that's literally what it is. Like it's not like you're like how as simple as, let's see, let's see, i want to break it down. As simple as let's say a store clerk, uh, selling somebody, uh, they scanning something at a store and you know, selling somebody a candy bar, it's pretty much the same transaction. Like you as a small business, you have a product or a service that the government wants. You pretty much put in how much you charge for that service or product based on the criteria of the RFQ or the RFP and whatever that is, if they like what they see based on your information that you put in, then bam, there you go right there. You know, it is, Literally that simple, you know, like you, you got what they want and you, and they obviously got what you want. Then that's the money, you know, you have a, and that's another service or another client that you can, uh, that you can start selling to, you know, that's why, uh, I'm, I'm good or I'm big on, um, I'm taking, like taking full advantage of these free resources, man. And taking full advantage of the resources that they have up there, like, uh, FDPS, dot uh, gov, man, or what is it? Federal, um, uh, Federal data, yes. Federal Federal Procurement Data Center. So it's FPDS and data, yeah, dataservice.gov. And so, and that right there shows you past, um, past awarded contracts with uh, individuals in your city or your county or your state or any other state or county that's in America. Like you can literally find out. Who wants something, how much they uh how much they want it, when it was awarded, uh, you know, and find out if they still if they are still classified as a small business. Like everything when you're doing business with the government is public information. You know, so when you go on these websites, man, and, uh, the federal data data center, uh, federal procurement data center, whenever you go on these websites, man, you're able to see these, see these small businesses who have actually won government contracts. They have their They have their contact information on there. They have the cage code. They uh, e uh, the U E I number. They have their address. Like they have all of this information on there to where you can actually find and figure out. Like okay, well, they know about this customer over here, but do they know about this customer over here? You know, and that's where you come. That's where you come in at uh, with a with a partnering, What is it called a, a partnering agreements to where you pretty much partner with them. On the services or the products that they have and, you know, introduce them to another um, another client that they didn't know anything about, you know, and continue on doing the services or continue on selling the products that they already were selling before, you know, or you can keep them all the way out the out the picture and find out what it is that they actually selling and then get a get a bottom line quote from them. Uh, Like I tell everybody else, man, like you're not going to get the lowest price by going and uh, quoting something from Walmart or quoting something from uh, Staples or something or Granger or something like that. Like you, you got to go, you got to build a relationship with the manufacturer, you know, you have to build a, ma- you, you have to build a relationship with the manufacturer when you're talking about products, like being, uh, put, if you, if you are basing your quotes off of something you've seen on Granger, you already, you already, uh, you done, you don't lost the contract. I'm gonna let you know right now because you're too high. You know what I mean? You may luck up. You may luck up every now and again, man. And Ain't nobody else bidding, bidding on that contract, but you, and, um, it's, uh, and it's literally just you, so they got to take your price, you know, but it ain't going to happen. That's not going to happen all the time. And so you have to uh, figure out what it is that you want to sell, figure out who you want to buy it from, find a manufacturer, man, and make sure that the government is spending that money, man, and or spending money with them. Then you introduce them to a whole another client, man, and that's how you make it, That's how you can make your money, or you make your clients some money by, e- you know, by either uh, their services or their uh, their products, man. But either way it go, you're actually you're networking and you're building relationships by letting other people know about these uh, about this client that they may or may not know about. You know, and like I said, if you know if if you know that they've been doing business with the government okay now you know that it's, it's it shouldn't be no uh no holds bar at that point man it's more so just telling them what you can do you know or what you want to do for them which is yo know, i want I want to introduce you to this um to this client right here that you may or may not know about I see you doing business on this end but do you know about these this client right here and these opportunities you know you may have to sign a uh, a non-disclosure though or a non-compete you know not a non-disclosure but a non-compete so they can't just backdoor you and, and you know what I mean go take it go uh, go out to the contract that way. But, you know, and that's business. But, you know, you're st- at the end of the day, you're still networking. You're still getting out there, getting out of your comfort zone, man, and actually meeting people and getting more familiar with this government contracting space because just like laws and codes and stuff, man, stuff changes every day, man. So pay attention to what the president is saying. Pay attention to what your city councilman and the ladies and your state representative and all of that good stuff, man. Pay attention to what they're saying because a lot of times... Uh, they'll let you know what's going on or what's what's up and coming. You know that's something that I'm getting that I'm trying to get used to myself, man. And that's to pay attention to the local news and pay attention to the state news because they are really like our eyes to the White House and they let us know what's going on. You know, and I just learned that, man. I just got in contact with our state representative in Statesville in my area, man, and. You know that's something that I'm like I said I'm preparing to uh, meet up with him in his office, man, just to try to get some more information. But these are the key things that um that I'm doing, man, and, and these should be the key things that you are doing as well when it comes to this government contracting space. And that's building relationships, man, and networking with your local municipalities, man, and other small businesses, whether it may be minority or. Non-minority-owned businesses. Get out there and start shaking some hands, man, and start introducing yourself. But definitely don't try to get out here in no, you know, no regular gear or nothing like that, man. Look presentable, man. Make sure that you in business attire, uh, attire. You know, you're a professional. You have your logo presented somewhere if you have that. If not, you know, look professional. You know, present yourself in a way to where somebody can actually take you serious, and you know, do some studying to actually know what you're talking about at the end of the day. So you're not, you know, you're not—I uh, um, don't say stumbling on your words, but in so many words, you know, they know what you're talking about to where you can explain it to them and let them know, like, yo, well, this is what I can do for you. You know, not what you're trying to get out of the situation is more so. Come to the come to the table uh, as a server. You know, and be the person that wants to serve and make their life a little bit better than than you know what it what it is right now. You know, even, even though they could be doing six figures, seven figures, man. You can come in and make them another six, seven figure that they didn't know about, you know, or a prop make their process a little bit faster that they didn't know about, you know. But again, you want to be, uh, you want to be presented when you get, when you out here building these relationships, man. It's definitely going to feel weird, man. It's going to be different, man, because it still feel weird and different out uh, different to me when I'm out here and I'm the only black person that they see, man. It's it's definitely a weird feeling, but. I still hold my chest up, you know, I man. I got my chin up and all of that, man. I ain't looking down or none of that, man. I'm asking the same questions. I'm getting the information I need to get, and on the low between me and y'all, man, I be knowing more information, knowing more stuff than the people that be in the room, you know. And I'm not afraid to ask the questions that I want to know too, you know. So you don't be afraid either, man. Just get out there and actually uh, do your thing, start networking and start building these relationships, man, and start, um, start introducing yourself, you know. Start introducing your company. Um, You know, and and again, man, we're going to go back to just making sure that you're set up, man, your business is set up, man. Uh, You actually have that CPA and that banker, man, like you actually uh, are on course to actually building a a reputable uh, small business for your uh not only for your city man and for your state, but for your family. You know, leave a legacy for your kids, you know, if you have them, you know, or leave something behind to somebody else in a way to where, you know, you're pushing up something, put uh you're you're pushing off something good for uh for a community, you know, that pretty much needs it, man. Um, but, yeah, that's today's episode, man. I pretty much uh, wanted to show you guys just a couple of little, we'll give you guys a little bit of a review on just building relationships, man, and networking and stuff like that. I definitely want to hone in on that a little bit more next uh, next episode, man, and, and get back on the importance of the capability statement um, I'm going to get in on that also, man, and uh, show you guys my resources on how to uh, how I built my capability statement and uh, where you can go to get one started, man, and, uh, you know, how to really have your capability statement set up and and start winning these contracts, man, and start going ahead and sending these emails and these capab- engagement emails is what we call them, you know, to these purchasing managers, these contracting officers, man, and these small businesses, man, and letting them know who you are, man. You know, um, again, um, I appreciate you guys for checking me out, man, on this episode of GovCon with Courtney. Uh, You can check me out on all podcast uh, platforms, man. Uh, I will definitely keep you guys in the loop and everything that I learned, man, when it comes to the contracting space. And uh, we're going to keep it like that, baby. This Again, this is Courtney, man, at GovCon with Courtney. Let's go.